Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and field and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get off the ball better or you're an athlete wanting to improve your overall speed and agility, make sure you hit us up at dnasportsdenver.com. Sign up for a training session, cop some merch, listen to the podcast, everything else. Go show us some love. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yo, brother, it's been a minute. What up, Dom? How you doing? So, you know, DNA Sports Podcast, episode 19. We up on here real quick. Um, here with a special guest. Special, special guest. In a special spot. Shout out to our man, AJ Gallegos, a.k.a. AJ the Chef. <laughs> Yo, what up, what up? A.k.a. Coach AJ. <laughs> Coach AJ. A.k.a. AJ, get that cut right. A.k.a. <laughs> AJ with a fish on the line. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's it. Hey, That's man, it. thank you for having us, bro. Um the facility looks great. Thank you, thank um, you, thank you. I love it, man. It's, yeah. it's really cool. What you showed us around, yeah, dude, it's dope. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate this, man. This yeah. is dope. First podcast for me, so beautiful oh, facilities, bear with me. man. Beautiful facilities. <laughs> right on, right on. Congrats to you. Before we even get into this, bro, I've, right. you've been grinding for a long yeah. time, and I just want to give you your flowers, brother. Right on, bro. I appreciate Congrats. that. Congrats. I'm very, very proud of you, thank my you. brother. Thank you. Right on. Yeah, same to you guys. You guys are doing really, really dope things for the community. This is really dope. Thank you, man. So. You know, to see see what you got going on here, AJ. Yeah. Super proud, super, super proud, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I love fishing. I've, yeah. My dad used to take me fishing all the time as a kid, so I kind of grew up learning how to fish. Yep. So yep. Um, it's super exciting, bro. Yeah. Like, this is dope. Yeah. This is a really dope concept. You don't, see, you don't see it too much, and obviously we'll dive into that a yeah. little bit more yeah. here later Definitely. on. But, uh, yeah, man, this is sure. super cool, bro. Super right excited. On. Thank you. Right on. So uh, what's new, Don? No, nah, man, you know, it's been a while. Sports changing from one sport to the next. You know, DJ started wrestling. Um, two tourneys in, kind of liking it, you know, starting to grasp the whole concept of being the aggressive kid he needs to be instead of the little mama's boy, you know. But he's coming out and he's doing his thing, man. Third place, first one, second place, second one. So he's he's doing his thing. I'm very, very proud of him. Uh, so, you know, and young catch, you know, AJ son out there wrestling too. You know, all of those boys are out there working hard, man. Coach Zach got some work in, man. Shout out to Coach Zach Uteris. You know, he got them boys training, dude. And when I say training, they're working hard, bro. Zach don't play no games. Yeah. That's probably my one regret from high school, man, was I didn't I didn't wrestle and Right. Um, I was going to my, I don't know, just excuse <clears throat> excuse after excuse, but my junior year, I, I messed up the knee a little bit, so mm-hmm. it was rehabbing. And then my senior yeah. year, mm-hmm. I, I, I did some damage to my knee earlier in the season, but had some offers on the table. So, mm-hmm. But wrestling always does create better athletes, yeah, man, and I'll, sure. I'll advocate for our guys to always wrestle because, yeah. dude, I mean, just – Understanding your leverage, understanding how to how to work your leverage and how to yeah. work your body, especially if you're on the offense, defensive line, or you're a linebacker, yeah. oh, learn yeah. how to tackle, get yes. that grip right. You know what yes. I'm saying? Wrestling is legit, bro. My wrestlers have always been my better football players, man, oh. especially defensively. Yeah, at, without at a doubt. At the youth level, for sure. Yeah. When, when you see a kid tackle on the football field, you can kind of tell. Yeah. That kid is wrestling yeah, before. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the way they shoot for a tackle, you know, you can see it. 
their technique from wrestling. And again, it goes back to understanding that leverage too. You know, not yeah. to get too high on somebody. Um, you know that you can't always overpower them. So, what better way to understand how to work your body if you know how to use your leverage against somebody taller than you, somebody bigger than you? You know what I mean? Get their body to working against them. So, bro, speaking of that, you know, losing using your leverage and your skill against somebody. Did you see the fight last night between Crawford and Avancian, man? No, I didn't. We watch all it. talked about it before. We've been on the pod. Yeah. It should have been him and Spence. Right. And yeah. he basically just had a dude in there for a sparring match. Yeah, that's yeah. All it is, he, he punched him around for a while and knocked him out in the sixth. Yeah. Everybody knew it was coming. Yeah, that's what's exactly. frustrating about when you get, you know, you get fights that should happen and then you see the fights that do happen. Yeah. And it's like, you know. There's hardly anybody that's in the same class as Earl Spence or right. Terrence Crawford in that weight class. Right. So, like, why why are we beating right. around the bush, dude? Exactly. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Go get the, let's go get right. the fight on. Yeah. Hey, it's, this year it should happen now, right? There's no more talking. No more excuses. It should man. happen, man. No like, more excuses. We waited for it. It had to be pushed back again. We'll see. Yeah. Tell you what, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, it, it took Pacquiao and Mayweather freaking five years longer than it should have right. to get together and, and get them going. Right. You know, we'll probably see Spence and Crawford at the end of their careers right. yeah. when they need that last money grab. You know, sure. mean to kind of send them right. off. It's unfortunate. Um, I'm waiting for something to happen with Ryan and, t and Tank. Something to fold there. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, that would gonna be, happen. That that would be a they nice one happening. too, bro. But, yeah, you know, I'd like to wait until they actually ink it out. Yeah, you know what got, I'm saying because all the talking, yeah. and bro. Talking, we got you never we got know so stoked. Happen. Like like I don't know about eight episodes ago, man. Yeah. We were talking about Spence and, and, and yeah. uh, Crawford supposed to fight. Yeah, so super yeah. excited, and then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Boxing ain't what it is. No, no. it used to be. You know what I mean? To where you hear about a fight and then it's gonna, it's gonna go happening. down. Yeah, you know the what best I mean? fighters, the best fights, fighters fought. You yeah, know, it's not yeah. like that anymore. No sure. yeah. Yo, speaking about the best, yeah. we since we were on here last, week, you know, had the high school state playoffs going yeah, on yes, in, in in state. Yeah. Um, Broomfield taking the four A, Lutheran taking three yeah. A, and then. Cherry Creek, four peating again. Or not again, but winning again in four peating. Winning yeah, five man. A. And shout out to to Broomfield, you know, they have one of the top quarterbacks in all of Colorado, if not the top quarterback yeah. in Cola Crew, bro. And right. that kid's a straight stud. He just committed to Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's gonna make their program better automatically and, and it's just good to see these kids that have been playing football since their youth growing up and dominating at the high school level you know that just says something about all the youth programs that are out there getting these kids prepared for the next level bro so, we yeah. talked about it too with that battle for the in the semis between him and uh and blake barnett yeah with erie and broomfield right. that was a freaking shootout that went down to the wire and you know broomfield pulled through right um it's good to see it's good to see high school football improving here in colorado i know it gets a bad knock um, there's some really good recruits coming out of Colorado, really good football players coming out of Colorado. So hopefully, uh, obviously, with the, the addition of Coach Prime up in CU, and we'll get into that a little bit more right. later, but hopefully with that addition, man, we start yeah. keeping some of these kids, oh, yeah. you know. For sure. For yeah, sure. we'll talk about it. We'll yeah. talk about it for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's Louie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if these kids are Louie. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, right. you know, we'll, we'll get into that, though. Um, again, man, just – Height of the height of the NFL season. We're into December. The Broncos, unfortunately, are are, are pretty irrelevant in December. Yeah, Raiders same. just became irrelevant yes, in December. Uh, my Dolphins are doing all right, but <laughs> it is December, and they have to go to Buffalo in the cold. And yeah. you know, I, yeah. I, dude, I Dolphins are like the Cowboys. Yeah. Whoa, you know, we're gonna kind of wait to see what happens. Whoa. 
We'll wait till we get into the playoffs listen. and see what happens there. We ain't gonna give you your flowers just yet. Listen. No, I'm just playing. Listen. Dolphins are dolphins are legit, but you, you said it, bro. <laughs> Going through Buffalo in the heat of the winter. That's going to be a different beast. I like what you did there. The heat of the winter. <laughs> yeah. You like that? You like that, right? Ain't nothing heat Burr. of the winter in Buffalo, Burr. bro. They're not going to enjoy it, bro. The last guy who could do that is in the NFC now. Listen, they've never you done well. I mean? Brady's in the, in the NFC, bro. Dude, I don't see no one doing it. They've never done well in December in New England, New York, or Buffalo, which is part of the problem when I look at that schedule when they first get uh, let it go. I see when they're playing New York and New York, when they're playing Buffalo and Buffalo. Because if they get them early in the season, all right, they, they're Chances are better, but if they're playing them in December, forget and, about it. And that's if they go to Buffalo, though, still, because there's still the stretch going on. Buffalo right now does have that number one seed, but you know, KC is still on their heels, bro. Well, we and still got it. They start slipping. KC jumps up above them and takes that number one seed. They could still drop back and lose mm-hmm. the division. You know what I mean? So there's they still got one in Buffalo too for the division. I think uh so you know, there's there is that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It, the thing is if you wanna if you wanna win, you wanna be successful, and AJ, you could probably attest to this, sometimes you have to go do things that you're not expected to do oh, or yeah. things that oh, yeah. don't seem like it's likely to, to yeah. happen, right? You have yeah. to be bold, you have to kind of step out on a limb and yeah. and it's the same thing in the league, bro. Like if, if yeah. these teams want to be the next team up or the next team that has anything expected of them, they're going to have to go do it in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah but don't get it twisted. They want to take care of it now so that way they don't have to deal with oh, the yeah, absolutely. Buffalo yeah. in December. You right. know what it's I'm no saying? different than teams wanting to win that number one seed when New England was going through their right. thing because don't nobody want to go play in New England. Right. Like yeah. if you got that at home. Your chances are a lot better, whether they're recording or, or filming your practices or whatever New England does, because New England loves to do a lot of things. Right. But you're not going to win in New England mm-hmm. on the road in the playoffs, dude. Right. You're trying to get that shit at your house. So right. I understand it. Yeah. And, and with NFL playoffs coming up, that means the fantasy playoffs are even closer. Oh. And, bro, me and you are battling oh. for that second place <laughs> spot right now. You're ahead in points, but this week I got to beat my opponent plus you, and then I jump up into second place, get that bye, and then it's over with for you boys. I'm going to take that I'm bye. Gonna, I'm going to beat you guys with your Dolphins. That's fine. You ain't going to see me. You don't lose in the first round, dog. We'll see. I think hey. I, I auto-drafted in one of my, my <laughs> leagues, and I'm in, like, second place. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, people are probably hating, yeah, too. Like, no, like yeah, auto-draft. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know one thing I don't want to miss, bro? Just thinking about it is uh, Colorado School of Mines, man. Their oh, football yeah. team just uh, won their semifinal matchup against Sanford yesterday. Oh, wow. They're yeah. going to the national title game, bro. They're going to be playing against Ferris State. That's kind of – that's big. We haven't had a, a D2 school make it that far right. in, in some time. So, yeah. super excited for the, the boys over there at Colorado School of Mines. Yeah. Um, talk to our boy Eli Pays. going to try yeah. to get him on. Shout out he, to Pays. He's doing a bunch of cool things in that's college, man, living that college life, but doing it in, in a fun way. So, I'm super proud to hear that. But shout out to Colorado School of Mines on them, uh, on their accomplishments yeah. and their uh, – we're going to go play for a national title, bro. Hey, let's go get it. Call hey, I want to backtrack everybody. real too, or backtrack a little bit too, and uh, back to the high school thing, man. I got to yeah. shout out Roosevelt High School. Yeah. Oh yeah, yep. Johnstown, man. I, I, if you guys didn't know this, I spent a year out there when we were. When I was a kid. My my dad moved us out of out of North Denver. We we went and we lived up there. My sixth grade year, I went to Milliken Middle School. I was bused from Johnstown, so I have a lot of good. Oh, nice. Friends, a lot of ties still up there, man. Nice. And, uh, Roosevelt was the school we were. We, if we would have still lived there, you know, we would have went there. But they got a good man, program. Really out, good yeah, program. Shout out, Coach Justin Gallus and uh, 
you know, he's a, he's a, a, a guy I went to school with, his, his younger brother Tyler, you know, coaching at Stanley Lake, all the, the Gallus family, shout out to them. But big time, that's huge, man. Huge for Roosevelt. Yeah. Sure. Good for them, man. They're doing yeah. their thing. And, and they've been on the cusp of it for a while. Yeah, yeah and, sure. and it looks like they're building something that's going to last, too. It yeah. ain't one of those one-and-done type things, you know what I mean? They're going to be very sustainable in their success. Yeah, for sure. I big mean. time. Hey, it's it's always fun. And, and we, used to, we used to go out and play, like, you know, Frederick and, yeah. and Mead and all that. But it's fun going to them small towns. Yeah. Seeing them boys play ball because sure. because ball is everything yeah, in the exactly. small towns, and I wish yeah, I says. wish we can harness that yeah. in the city, right. like over at North, over at, you know wherever we're at. I wish we can harness that here in the yeah. city. There's a lot of distractions here in the yeah, city, a lot of things sure. to do. Right. But man, like when, when I went out and seen uh, Fruta and Bear Creek play, like just the way they show out out there, right. yeah. you know. Um, when I lived out in Grand Junction for yeah. a while, the way they show out, everyone right. shows up like it's the it's the happening event for yep, the town. Exactly, and it'd be dope. I mean, we had some a little bit like when, when we were at North. A lot of the it was great to see a lot of the people coming back to the program yeah. and, and filling up the stands because yeah. it's it's sad sometimes you go right. to some of these DPS games, bro, and there's nobody right. in the stands. Yeah. Like, it, it's yeah. so hard though, bro, when you have a population like ours and so many schools. Right in the same vicinity, like yeah. when we talk about North, you, you got, got a lot West, of you got, yeah. you know, you got Jefferson, you got Wheat Ridge, you got all these schools in the same vicinity, and they're all competing with each other. But when you go out yeah. to Mead and yeah. Frederick, right. it's just Mead and Frederick. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? Like, yep. there's no schools around them competing for you're, all them kids. You're not choice rolling across town right. to try for to sure. go to that other right. school right. for you know? sure. Like, so right. you know they they have no other choice but to go to the high school that they live in the yeah. area for like That's you true. just said yeah. it right now if you still live by roosevelt yeah. you'd be I going to roosevelt yeah, you know what no. i mean and not by necessarily choice all the time but out of convenience for the parents and, right. and you know with with all the schools in the same vicinity it just makes it every kid just gets to choose yeah this is true this yeah. is true it's just like a lot more options yeah. a lot of yeah. a lot of more opportunity to do do something different right. so yeah it's definitely true um, but you know, shout out, shout out to all them schools. Eaton, I think Eaton what three peated or four peated again? I think it three peated. Wow. So for two way, so it's dope, man. Uh, high school football is alive and well. Yep. Unfortunately, the season's over now. We get into other funner things like yep. wrestling, basketball, Definitely. and stuff like that. So uh, it'll be interesting. Um, but yo, the reason why we're here, exactly. The reason why we're here, uh, our brother AJ. Um, yes, sir. First of all, if you, if you don't know AJ, man, get to know him. He's uh, he's a pillar in the community, in my opinion. I mean. He's a coach. He, you know, he, he's taught, you know, the artistry of barbering to, to kids in schools. And, you know, he continues to just to do go above and beyond for the community. So it's super, super, super honored to have you with us, oh, AJ. Man, thank you. Um, thank you. You know, uh, introduce yourself a little bit. AJ, yeah. just tell us about yourself. Brother. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, thanks for having me, guys. It's, it's an honor, man, and a blessing. Um, yeah, I'm AJ Gallegos. Master barber of, what, about six, 16, 17 years now? I, I got my license in uh, 06, man. You know, I, I I came up, you know, in a barber shop. My mom's a barber. She's, she's probably one of my biggest influences. Um, you know, it's funny, man, because, you know, I, I came up an athlete, you know, played football at North Carolina High School uh, all four years and did some amazing things, man, and all conference, this and that. And, you know, start bringing up my Al Bundy days. But <laughs> I had an opportunity to play some college ball. I didn't take it, man. And at the time, I just uh, – it's funny, man. I, I didn't know what to do. And uh, I had already had some Clipper experience just, you know, cutting up my friends in the basement. And so, you know, my dad kind of talked me into going to barber school my, after my senior year, man. And so, uh, yeah, here we are, man. You know, it's uh, – my story's uh, – you know, it's kind of been a roller coaster, man. A, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of hard work, a lot of ups and downs like you guys, you know, all dads and men can experience. But, yeah. but man, it's been a blessing, man. And, you know, barbering is uh, 
barbering really, I tell people, it saved my life, man. It's, um, I think when you finally realize that point when you're a man that, um, you know, when you finally, when God finally, you know, tells you this is what you're meant to do and you grasp that, um, you know, that's when, that's when it really starts turning, man. That's when you really start understanding life, man. And this is what God gave me. And, and being a barber has been a blessing, man. It's been able to, being a barber has opened so many doors for me, so many opportunities, man. Coaching, um, you know, I've got to cut the kids that I coach. I've got to see them grow, my own kids. And it's been a great, it's been a great run, man. And I'm super excited to uh, have opened uh, this business here, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. You know, I owned a barbershop for nine years, COVID, you know, how to, you know, how to sell that business after nine years. It was tough, man. There was some, went through a lot of challenges, but um, this last year I was able to kind of just, you know, rebound, rethink, rejuvenate and uh, came across this opportunity here in Wheat Ridge, man. And I jumped on it, man. And it's, it's, it's been incredible, man. And, you know, Cutthroat has been a brand that I came up with about five or six years ago that I've kind of had in my back pocket and, you know, I've always wanted to do something with it, and there was no better time than now, man. So it's it's been a blessing, man. I'm really excited, man. Dude, great location, right easy to find. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, walking in here, it feels at home. Yeah, like this yeah. feels like a place you want to get cut up right. at, man. For like, sure. for sure. I'm, I'm this all feels about like a place <clears throat> I just want to come chill. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. The the, sure. the essence of a barbershop, like yeah. back in the day, remembering going with your pops or your grandpops, right. you know what I'm saying? And you go to the barbershop and they just sit there and talk shop all right. day long. Yeah. You know what right. I'm the saying? The game like, right. that, that gives this kind of vibe, you know right. what I mean? And, sure. and and it's great. You know, and it's great to hear your story. Right. Um, some of the questions I have, man, yeah. is is where are some of the places that bar being a barber has been able to take you? Oh, man, I've done some, some crazy things. So a lot of people don't know this, but um, I was been hired by Adidas. You know, I got to uh, my boy, shout out Gerardo. Um, he works for LeBron's company out in L.A., but he always he's from North Denver. Prime yeah. uh, prime example of success, man, is, is Gerardo. You know, he graduated from North, I believe, in uh, 06, but uh, graduated from CU, ended up doing some amazing things. He's living in L.A., but he always – he thinks about me when he has an opportunity, man. So he got me connected one time. I got to cut push a T nice. for it with Adidas uh, for a commercial, man. Um, I'm in a music video cutting uh, B.O.B.'s hair. You know what I mean? So just being that barber has just, you know, it's elevated me to so many different opportunities, man. And um, uh, so many great things. Um, I was also, you know, I think one of my biggest accomplishments, accomplishments as a barber is being an instructor, man. I, yeah. I taught at Emily Griffith for uh four years from 2015 to 2019 um and it was great i'm actually still uh, hired there as a substitute i i decided to to uh to take on being a barber full-time in my business and, and that's why i had left teaching at the time but i'm still heavily involved with egtc shout out to the whole crew at emily griffith um i love being a part of that um and i love teaching i think actually someday that's a, another route that i want to explore and go down but uh, but man, I think yeah, one of my biggest accomplishments is just teaching, man, and just uh, and like like Coach said, man, just being a pillar, being a mentor, um, and being a leader. You know, I always wanted to be that that dude and that man in the room when when other men walk in and look at me and say, I want to be just like AJ, man, and, and I take a lot of pride in that. And and being a barber, man, that's that's something when people come into my shop and you know, and uh, that that's that's just what that's that means a lot to me, man. It's just being that 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 mentor and that pillar, just not only to the youth but to other guys around me. That's important, bro, because you know, um, in society today, bro, we we don't we can we can have a whole podcast episode right. just talking about how bad some things are in right, society today. Sure. So right. these kids need positive male sure. role models to look right. up to. I think about it growing up with me right. and the time that I grew up in and the opportunities right. I had to, to mess yeah. up. 
but I also had plenty of positive male role models right. around me. So um, it's it's definitely important. You talk about teaching and about yeah. you know your road probably lead back to teaching at right. some point. Yep. And I think you know your roads have kind of done that with coaching yeah, too. For like sure. you know you're Absolutely. you've been a coach for a while now. Yeah. I know you coached uh, your yeah. boy all the way up. I did through, yeah. through peewees yes. and stuff. So yes. daddy ball. Daddy ball. Shout out Daddy hey. Ball. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know until you have a son, though. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, man. We, that's a whole nother, we're going to have to go, have a whole other podcast about yeah. Daddy Ball. Man. Here's the thing that people don't understand, yeah. though. Yeah, you can say Daddy Ball because, right. you know, dad's coaching his son. But that coach is also a father figure to, yeah. you know, 22, 23, yeah. 24 other young men. You right. know what I'm saying? And when you get into high school, it's the same thing. Right. Like, yeah, you can call it Daddy Ball. But I'm also playing a daddy role to these other kids that really need it, too. And it's right. not just about my kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's about the team. And I think it's important. You know, knowing your guys is like you two specifically, right. both being fathers and you coach your sons, right. seeing how you guys work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's never been in my mind a situation where I'm like, they're giving favor to their kids. Right. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. Yeah. If anything, your kids go through hell. Wow, man. <laughs> My son's over me coaching him, bro. He's ready to spread his wings and do it. Yeah, he, uh, he's over it for you sure. Because you, we, we hold him to a higher yeah. standard. And, yeah. and I think I think if, if parents would acknowledge yes. how you coach their kids too. Right. You expect the same things from their kids. So, right. yeah, you know what? You can accuse me of daddy ball. Yeah, and yeah. I coached my son, right. my older son, AJ, and I coached my son, Donovan. Right. And I, I understand. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, like, you know, I know Frank and, and David over at North, they used to get, you know, yep. people talking shit all the time oh, about yeah. daddy ball. But you go, you show up to a practice, you right. show up to a game and see how these guys, how these men lead their kids right. and lead their team. And there's no yeah, question. Exactly. There's no question. Exactly. I don't want to go off on a tangent because I got some more questions about the barbershop. Yeah, go ahead. But real quick, when we talk about daddy ball or when people say the term daddy ball, I feel it's because they have a lack of daddy ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like Facts. And, and yeah. a lot of people like to hate on the yeah. fact that majority of kids that have fathers that coach them are successful on the teams that they right. play on, but you got to also understand that majority of these kids have grown up around football before they played football. Yeah, right. So they understand the game at a different level. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yes. play the game at a different level. Being the child so, of a coach, you yeah, definitely so, seen things So before you knock it because right. you ain't doing it yourself, right. you know, try to understand right. everything that goes into yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, Plus, so. You, you, that's, you know, Daddy ball should be something that's celebrated. Exactly. For sure. A man, you know a I man mean? is a father and he's taking care of his kid. Yes, he's coaching absolutely. his kid. He's active in his kid's life. Yes. Like he's active in their after, after school activities. We always want to talk about when a dad isn't around, right? Yeah. But we never want to Facts. talk about when a dad is in the life. That's the most frustrating part, bro. You know what I'm like, yeah, like, dude. Like we'll dog a dude for like being a deadbeat. Yeah. But we will, you know, we need to, we need, like you say, give a man his flowers. We need to give them flowers yes. when they're doing the right thing, yes. when they're out in the community doing the right thing. Yeah. And which is part of the reason why yeah. AJ's here today, man, yeah, because you know what? Sure. Doing the right thing out here, out here leading yeah. these kids. And that's kind of what we try to do with yeah. DNA, with anything that we coach. I mean, I think we've all feel a certain calling to be leaders, right. to a calling to, to teach these young kids another way or to kind of just, hey, I went through this path. Right. You don't have to go through that path. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm here to kind of teach you. Don't right. worry about what I did. Worry about my, my, my lessons that I learned from what I did yeah, so that you sure. don't have to go through the yes. same trials and same tribulations. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yes. You know, but, but back to the barber, yeah. and I have <clears throat> another question. You kind of already answered it, yeah. honestly, but what are some of the similarities that you apply to both coaching 
and barbering because you've already mentioned like your you know your leadership and right. and just the relationship that you have with your you, your students as well as your players right. you know what I mean and you touch so many lives and right. and you see their success inevitably is your success right. because For you've sure. taught them you know what I mean so right. I'm sure. really interested in and in, in how you've been able to be successful in both things right. for so long and right. if there's certain things that you apply to both you know I, and that's a good question Dom but I'm a, you know I'm gonna just there's one word man and it's love bro yeah and uh you know I was at this uh, years ago I was at a, a seminar a, a coaching seminar and there was a a guy that spoke about it man about love yeah. and without love nothing is possible man especially yeah. when it comes to coaching so I put love into everything I do, man, and, and that's, you know, from being here in the barbershop to, to being a dad to, to coaching, man, it all starts with love, and when you love and your your players understand that and they know that you love them, I mean, they'll run through a tree, although they're going to try to. They'll yeah. run through a wall for you, yeah. and same thing in the barbershop, man. You know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm the best barber, man, because there's there's young kids that could probably outcut me, man, and, and, and whatnot, but... Um, the things that I value, man, are just work ethic, being on time, and love, man, and loving what I do, and loving my customers, man. Even when they get on my nerves and they're and they're picky, and you know, it's 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 something that you know I've learned and you know I've grown with over the years. But um, just every day, just coming to work, you know, with a smile or trying to smile, and just just putting love into every day, man. And 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 same thing with coaching, man. And the, the, you know how hard it is to yeah. to go coach after a long day of work, man, mm. and you're stressed out, and you know. But you got to get there, man. You just got to love, man. And, and, and you know, it's crazy, man, because when that coach, when he taught me that and in, in, in that seminar, I, I'll never forget it, man. And I, and I always just took that back with me. And when I'm having those days where I'm struggling, I'm like, man, just, you know what? You know, God put you here for a reason. And love these people. Love these kids, man. And, and everything's going to be all right, man. And so uh, we may not win every game, but, you know, it's, it's, love has just played a major factor in, in my success as a youth football coach and, and the barbering, for sure. Yeah. That's what's up. And, yeah. and that's a key word, right? Yeah. And people get confused with that word right. a lot and, and realize that tough love is still love as well. Absolutely. You know yes. what I mean? And, and tough love is honestly the most underappreciated yes. aspect of right. love until yes. you're later on in life and you can glance back. Right. And you can realize that that tough love that yeah. you got way before is exactly. actually what builds you the man you right. are today. Yes. And as I'm on that, I want to give a shout out to Coach Gallegos. And I'm not talking this Coach Gallegos. Yeah. I'm talking your pops, man. Because oh, yeah, yeah, as many sure. people don't know, we played ball together, yeah, you definitely. know, and and Tom Mejia, rest in peace, and, yeah. and Coach Gallegos were a big part yeah. of, of my life as right. a young kid. You for know what sure. I mean? And, and some of the tough love that they done for yeah. me. And my teammates, you know, went a long way with a lot of us as men today. So right. I just want to give a shout out to them and give them yeah. their flowers as well. It, it, what's real about that with AJ saying love, and I like what the word that you use there is love. And and thinking about it from, from the football aspect is some of these kids come from backgrounds where that might be the only true love they get for sure right. is on that field, yes. right? right? Some of these kids might come from backgrounds <clears throat> where they get their ass chewed and ridden or they're right. maybe – you know, not right. a, not every parent is as focused and as attentive to their kids as they right. should be, right? So they might come from that position where coming to the football field, right? You know what? I coach my ride my ass a little bit, right? But I fucking know he loves yeah. me, yeah, right. You know what I mean? And, and when and they that's look important. back one day and oh, that's why he did that. Yep, that's yep. that's the reward, man. Well, yeah. and, and, and it embeds that into their right. into their system, right? So like when yep. they're 
raising their kids or their coaching their kids or other kids or something they have that in them already it's right. muscle memory to act a certain way to present right. themselves a certain way to uh, be available a certain way right? right so i think i think that goes a long way man in just in, in molding people and you know it's it, the old sayings you catch more flies with sugar than you do vinegar <laughs> right and and it's real right. man because you make yeah. you change lives with love yes. you don't change lives with hate Absolutely. if anything you corrupt lives right. with hate yeah, right? right you make real changes if you want to see some change in the world attack that shit with some love right. attack that with some positivity right. because that's how you start making making yeah. things change man right. um you kind of touched on it a little bit aj yeah you know Beyond your father, what else inspired you to become a barber? Like, what, yeah, so what made you say, "Hey, this is going to be the path for me"? You know, and I want to, I want to shout out to Chuck Valverde too, man. Uh, my uncle Carlos, man, he used to go to Chuck right here on Fifty Second and Pecos. I know you guys probably know the old man Chuck yeah. Barbershop, yeah. Uh, Valverde Barbershop, but um, I used to go in there with him um, to get a haircut. You know, when he'd get his cut, and I talked to Chuck. This was before I became a barber. This was in high school. And, uh, you know, I would just ask Chuck about his career, man. And Chuck was like, you know what, man, I've, I've been a barber for 50 plus years in this location. And he goes, I wouldn't change a thing. He's like, man, I, I've owned three houses in North Denver. I take a trip to Mazatlan every year. He goes, I love, no one's ever bossed me around. I love it. And when he told me that, I was like, man, like, you're your own boss. You don't have, you know, you don't have to punch a clock. I mean, wow. How cool would that be? Yeah. And so that's, that's another piece of what, you know, how, you know, inspired me to become a barber, man. And, and, uh, you know, there's pros and cons to it, like everything else. Like you know, when you're your own boss and your own, you know, you, there's a lot more responsibilities, man. You don't have those, uh, you know, you don't have those great benefits that some of these big companies offer and insurance and, you know, you got to handle your own taxes. And, you know, that's been the learning curve for me, man, over the years is, is staying on top of that things. And there was years I didn't file taxes and years that I was that barber that was making cash and Allegedly. spending it. But <laughs> over the years and <laughs> over the years, you know, I just, you know, you learn those things and. You know, you gain this knowledge and wisdom, you know, and, and, and it, it kind of just pieces itself together, man. And I'm still learning, man. And, you know, I want, again, I want to backtrack. And you, you brought up my pops, man. I, it, I'm 30, I'm going to be 36 next next month. And, and my dad's, I'm st it's still daddy ball with my dad. My dad's still coaching me. Dude, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll always be, we'll always be, co our dad, as a father speaking, yep. I'll always be a coach to my son. And yep. my son's and my daughter. And the same thing with my dad. He, Dude, that's what I've yeah, noticed about yeah, my relationship right. with my father yeah. since, since becoming an adult. Right. Becoming a father myself right like my relationship with pops is different right like pops is still whether he knows it or not he's still teaching yeah. and still you know yeah leading me in ways yeah. that i need to, I need yeah, to go um but you know we're forever teaching yeah and for even sure. as coaches like you're forever gonna be coaching yeah, yeah. i know i know you take yeah. a little break from coaching. i'm taking right a little now. break yeah a little break you're yeah, still gonna definitely. be coach aj and you're yeah. still gonna i know it's, it's still gonna get yeah. you because you have that heart, man. You right. have that heart for these kids. Right. You have that heart for the community and, yeah. and, and giving back. Right. And, it, and it shines in everything that you've already done. So, right. you know, regardless, right. you'll be back. Yeah, I did <laughs> definitely, man. Well, well, even with us, right, we took a break from high school, yeah. Yeah. coaching, and, and just going to the games and being on the sidelines. I think senior night, we both talked about it. Like, we were both there like, man. I miss this. Yeah. I miss yeah. the preparation. Right. As much as right. it sounds crazy, I miss the seven right. day a week preparation <laughs> yeah. to get here. It's a love hate relationship. It really I is, it, but man. I don't miss it. Yeah, it really so, is. Man. I miss the camaraderie, bro. I miss. Yeah. I miss game planning, trying to, uh, you know, watching film. 
with each other like how are we going to attack this team right. because that's life yeah. bro like in life sometimes you got to come together with other men yeah right and be like bro i've been struggling with this right. how did you get past something yes. like this how do we get you know it's just the, the fellowship with each other yes you know that's important and i miss that part that's the part of, of football that i we try to t- we try to coach these kids yes. up on and tell them yeah. like yo you got x amount of time to play ball Right. You'll never be able to organize like this and do it again. Right. So it's that part of football that yeah. drives us when yes. we get older too. Like yes. it's the little intricacies. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's a big part. Big part of me for coaching is just being with the fellas, man. Being with my guys and that are doing positive things. You know what I mean? And um, being able to relate to you know that's that's one of the most the the, the the funnest things that I used to look forward to, man. Is just being around my coaches, man. Yeah. Because they're going through similar things that we're going through. Yeah. Yeah. They're struggling with certain things that we're struggling with too. You know, we're, we're all going through it, man, at times. And it's, it's yeah, that camaraderie is big time, man. Yeah. As a coach, yeah. I know I love seeing when kids, even coaches, other yeah. other other partners on, on the staff, when they figure it out. Yeah. When yeah. something just clicks for them right yeah. away. Yeah. Um, AJ, what's, you know, what's some of your greatest experiences as a coach? Oh, man. You know, you I know there's a bunch because you've spent some time. Yes, you I You've spent have. some time. Right. But just, you know, what stands out to you is you just know, some man, of the moments. I think some enjoyed. of my favorite years were actually coaching, my early years coaching uh, with my dad, actually, my nephew. Um, man, we had some really good seasons. We started off about, about 11, 12 years ago. Maybe, yeah, about a decade ago with the Pal Hawks, man. And that's, a, you know, the organization I grew up playing for over at Sloan's Lake. And mm-hmm. so me and my dad became coaches. We coached my nephew, Robert. Uh, shout out my, my cousin, my nephew, Rob, man. He's he's a sophomore at our Rawson Valley playing varsity ball. You know, nice. he suited up varsity. Had a great season this great year. Great season, man. He, and he's wrestling, too. And you know, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. But, hey, shout out my nephew. And But, uh, yeah, just coaching with my dad growing up, man. And uh, we, we, we had some good years. Our first year, I think we won one game. And then uh, we turned it around the next year, and uh, he, he coached. He was the head coach. I helped him out. I, he ran the offense. I ran the defense. And then my dad decided to uh, – he decided to go coaching at Wheat Ridge, actually, and I stayed with the Hawks to coach my son. And I spent about, what, five, six years with the Hawks, man, and it was, uh, it was awesome, man. I ended up taking a, a team my son's third-grade year. Um, um, actually, the year before that, that we, won the, we won the Super Bowl with uh, Coach Jacob, actually, Cordova. That was a great year. What up, Coach? Um, oh, Coach Jake, man. That's my guy. But um, we won a Super Bowl, um, and then the next year I went on to coach my son. We went back to another Super Bowl. We lost to Prince Hall that year, and we went on to win a national championship in Albuquerque, my son's third grade year. So those Pal Hawk years were great, man. And, uh, you know, when, when Pal decided, uh, I, I had heard a rumor that they were going to be shutting down, and, we got out of there a little early. We we jumped over to Wheat Ridge as well, and Wheat Ridge has been a great program, man. We uh, we did a lot of great things. We turned that program around. I mean, I've had help with you know Salin and, and you know all the my cousin Salin, shout out Salin, and um, all the other the people and staff that helped help turn that program around. We had some really great years, man, and um, it was really cool for me. One of the the biggest joys was was able to. Uh, was to see the kids that I've coached. Some of them, dude, were with me since kindergarten, six six years old, and I brought them all the way up to eighth grade. And man, that was a that was a joy. I think my biggest accomplishment, though, man, is is seventh grade was last year, um, winning the D one Carnation Bowl, and then going to Las Vegas and, and winning a national championship with that yeah. team. Man, it was it was really special, man. That looked fun too, man. Yes. I seen it, you know I seen the video from yeah. from the games y'all played. And yeah, just yeah. a celebration and right. You know, right. you seeing the joy. You know, like, it's it's something that you put a lot of work yes. in in a, in a season. I don't think people right. understand when a season culminates and finishes the way. You mapped yes. it out, right? right. Like right. I, we plan on winning some championships. We plan. Right. On, I don't think people understand no. how 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 fulfilling that right. is. 
And, you know, it's almost more fulfilling with the offense I run, man. Like, you know, everybody's in a shotgun or spread offense. I mean, yeah. I, I run a double wing, so to, to be able to win at that level um, was just, you know, it was remarkable, man. And, and you know, the double wing offense is, is built for, for, for teams that don't have all the size and strength and, and talent. But if you, could, if you could, you know, hide the ball, move the ball, trap the ball, um, you know, attack the defense, man. It's it, it was awesome, man. When run so, right, man. that's a great offense. Yeah. Bro. When run right, that's a really good offense. Yeah. I love I love right. pounding the rock right. anyway. Sure. You know, I'm offensive line coach, right. bro. That's right. let's, let's run the ball. Yeah. But right. that's a great offense yeah. when it's ran right. Yes. It's funny, I was just I was on Instagram the other day and I seen this video of this of this school in California. It's a high school. Yeah. Um, they have seven pass attempts all season, haven't completed a season <laughs> a single pass, but they're playing for the state title. Oh, and it's man. because they've ran for over six thousand wow. yards. Jeez. They've they've got like seventy six rushing touchdowns. Like wow. you know what's gonna happen and, right. and, and, and dude, that's like yeah. the most demoralizing yes. thing. If you can do to a team like, yo, we're yes. running the ball left. Right. We're running it. And I don't care right. if you know right. We're going that way. Yes. And then you go that way, and they're like, shit, how do right. we stop this? And <laughs> yeah. like, you're not going right. to. You still right. have to have guys in key spots to yeah. be able to run that successfully. Yeah, that's too. True. Let's keep yeah, it real. Yeah, you know, you're right. not running for 6,000 yards if, if you have just any old running back back there. Yeah. No, no, no. You got to have a downfield tough runner. Absolutely. Old linemen, you know, executing your pulls oh, and your sure. blocking. You know what I mean? Like, you need all the key elements. But, yes, yeah. when ran right, it's <clears> very successful. You know, Coach, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. Earlier that you know one of your biggest accomplishments was the carnation bowl last year and you had kids since kindergarten all the way up to now eighth graders going into high school for me this is that opportunity that you have to you know tell those guys whatever you want to say to them as they're getting ready to take the next journey in their life you know what do you have to say to a lot of your eighth grade boys going forward oh man this 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 was a, a special year this eighth grade year you know we lost a lot of key uh, players due to injuries and um you know kids that just you know they they went to other organizations and whatnot but it was it was it was tough it was you know it was a bittersweet year man i was i was i was sad that it was over but i'm, I'm super excited for their next their next journey um you know but you know one of the most important things that, that i've always coached was discipline too man and um, and I just told the kids, man, if, if they could just keep one thing from me and learn one thing is just to be disciplined at the next level, uh, know when to make the right choices. And um, that's big, man. I, I just I hope, you know, some of the kids that I coach, they, they don't come from the best of homes, man. They're, they're, there's a lot of things that they struggle with. And mm-hmm. um, I just I, I really hope that I've done my part as a coach that when they're you know, when they're when they're in that that that, you know, they're. During that time or place where there's an opportunity that, or uh, you know, there, there's a mistake that could be made, I hope they, that they look back like, oh, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go that route because I, you know, I remember what coach taught me, man. And, yeah. Um. So you know, uh, a lot of my key players are going on to do some really cool things, man. Uh, you know, I got some of my key running backs, Santana and uh, Gianno, are both going to play at Pomona for for Johnson, man. Nice, and, nice. Uh, you know, um, I just like I said, man, I just I just hope that they they make the right choices, man, and they stick to it and. Um, and you know when I was the thing I always struggled with in high school, man. And, and if I could go back and even the, my my friends that I played with still give me a hard time is is my undiscipline in the weight room, man. And, and I think that's yeah. huge, man. Is is being strong and 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 getting in the weight room. If, and that's one thing I told my players, man. Like if you want to play five A, you want to be the, the the top player, 
the top dog coming into your senior year, you got to spend four years in the weight room. Yeah. Man. That's that's crucial, man. You got to pay so, the price. You got to pay the price, man. You got to pay the price. Definitely. You know, you mentioned uh, teaching your kids discipline, and you're hoping yeah. that they take that discipline with them yeah. and go. Um, that's another thing, yeah. like love, that sometimes right. kids don't yes. get at home, and it's right. important that we, we provide that. And and I know football has taught me discipline in so many ways and right. organizational skills. <clears throat> you know, you might want to go holler at your boys over yeah. there at, at uh, Mile High, dude, yeah. hey, because they need some discipline right. out for sure. For you sure. Know? <laughs> and if you want an example of how, right. dis- how lack of discipline right. can kind of ruin a plan, yes. go watch these professional teams. Yeah. And it's crazy you see it on a professional level yep. because this is the best of the best. Right. But sometimes they like discipline, right? And it's right. If, if you're allowing it, if you're if you're allowing it, you know, then that's that's kind of on right. you. So like you got to coach that out. So right. yeah, the Broncos might be able to use Coach yeah. AJ right. man. Get right. down yeah. there, get down there and teach him some, uh, yeah. some discipline. I got a good friend over there. Uh, shout out Josh Bruni, man. He's worked for the Broncos. Been, been a Bronco guy for a long time, man. He's doing some good things with the Broncos too. Josh, hit me up, man. I need a job, bro. That's At least awesome. get me in that. Give me a barbershop in there. I'll go cut up all hey, the Broncos. Just get this man an interview, right. man. He'll, he'll quality, take you an interview. Quality assurance. Well, but you know, a barber is a, is a therapist, man. You know, there you go for sure. Sometimes husbands trust me more than their own wives, man. You know they trust me more now, but you know I, I could I could do some real some some real powerful things inside you know, inside that <laughs> locker room, man. With, some, with my haircutting ability and you know my mentorship and leadership and amen, let's man. Let's get it, Broncos. Hey, yeah, so you, I want to oh, go ahead, Coach. I was, okay. I was just gonna go say ahead, something dog. stupid. Go ahead, say something stupid. You just gotta eliminate some of the funky cuts, Coach, yeah. like that some of these kids are doing <laughs> these days. <laughs> oh, man. He, the Edgars and the oh, who knows what you want to call them. I was at a volleyball game the other day, and this look, dude looked like the fucking helmet from Spaceballs was on the top oh, of his head. Man. Like I, it's unbelievable. He just, he, as, as a barber, you owe it to our generation to yeah. cut their shit different from the way they request it. Give it's them a regular crazy. fade. Hey, it <laughs> is crazy. Man. That's what I love about the, yeah. the art. Right. Like it's yeah. an art, bro. Right. Like you see yeah. some of these dudes that be doing like these designs and yeah. heads and yeah. shit, man. Yeah. Like it's. Barber being a barber is like, like being an artist, man. Yeah, like, it, is, it, it is. It's dope, man. I I, pre, I respect that aspect of right. it because it's like not only do you get to you not only you work to provide right. you know food on your table, but right. you can go get get artsy with it too. Yeah, right? you can be sure. a little fancy with it sometimes, yeah. you know. And yeah. what 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 makes a man feel better than when he got a clean cut? Yes, you know what I'm saying. A good shave up. Yes, yeah. looking looking dappered up. Yes. They're like, oh man. boy, ladies, yes. lock the ladies up. Yes. it's going down tonight. And then your wife slaps you in the yes. back of the head. You're like, yeah. oh, shit. Right, you weren't supposed to hear yeah. that. Right, like a cut G. Yep. Hey, uh, I want to just get in this mid roll real quick, and we'll continue on with some yeah. more fun stuff. But yo, yeah. shout out, uh, Cutthroat. Barber and Anglers, yes, sir. Right here, sixty-eight fourteen West Thirty-eighth Avenue in Wheat Ridge. Uh, make sure you visit cocutthroat.com. Uh, see what AJ has going on up over yep. here. Schedule an appointment. Yep. This man is a busy man. Yep. So if you want to get cut by one of the best, you better schedule that appointment and make sure you get in there. Yes, he accepts sir. walk-ins, appointments. Yep. You can find him on Instagram at co underscore cutthroat underscore barbers. Um, again, AJ, we're super proud of what you're doing right here, on, man. It, this this location is perfect. It's right. it's a beautiful spot. Yeah, you know, come out here and talk some fishing, and we'll yeah. talk a little fishing yeah. here yeah. in a bit because yeah. I don't get to talk that too much with Dom. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're gonna get him. We're gonna get him out on the lake though, bro. Yeah. At least with a spin caster yes. or something. You yeah. know we what I'm saying? Get him out there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go catch some trout. Yeah. We got to do it. <laughs> yes, sir. But yo, there's. Hey, and all you guys, make sure you're booking it up. He said this man is busy. So, you know, don't book an appointment and then cancel your appointment because not only are you wasting his time, but you're taking a slot from someone else yep. that needs a cut. Exactly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's so, the barber's pet peeve. Yeah, man. so make sure you <laughs> make sure you book it quick and make yeah. sure you book it often. Yeah. You know, support 
a Chicano business yeah, in absolutely. the Mile High City. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's been grinding for years, doing his thing, and it's time to give back to our people. Let's go, yeah, man. Support yes, it. Look, you can, go, you can go to Great Clips, Sports yeah. Clips, any of these other places, right? You can go to there, but you ain't going to be spending money with your community. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Don't go there. Like, this man puts all of his money and all of his heart back into the community, right? So come support a small business, support a local business, support somebody where you're going to see your money get put to work here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like sure. everything that coach does. And he's a good dude, man. Yeah. Like, you know, some of these corporations are greedy as shit and they yeah. do, they do wild stuff. So right. come support a good dude, support a good company, right man. Yes, it's, uh, you know, and get a good cut, make yourself yeah. feel good. Look yes, good for sir. your wife, look yeah, good for your for girlfriends. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yes, that's important too, boy. For sure. Like, yeah. But yo, Moving it along a little bit, right? We'll get we'll jump back into cutthroat barbers, and we'll really we'll really cap it off here in a yep, bit. Yep. But what about Coach Prime coming oh, to Boulder, bro, dude? You know, man, I'm I've been wanting to talk about oh, this for, for yeah, since it happened. I almost bro. I almost recorded a little short man. just to talk about it, bro, because I'm excited. I'm dude. so excited. Listen, man, so it's excited. crazy, bro. Like for to keep it. Uh, 100 right I've never been a big CU fan like yeah, yeah. out of this world CU fan like if if it was the Rocky Mountain showdown keep it real I'm gonna look for CSU <laughs> you know what I'm saying come on go listen but I've, always, I've always been an Ohio State Buckeye yeah. fan my whole entire life right. man I just love everything about yeah. that program however yeah. how, however I've always been a fan of primetime Look good, feel yeah. good, play good, and the fact that he's here in Colorado oh, is going to do so much for Colorado football. It's right? a ripple effect, man. It, it's, you you it, know, it, it truly is. It's gonna it's gonna bring so much attention to the state of Colorado, yes. to Boulder, Colorado. It's gonna do so much for that school. But I also question. We talked about this earlier, said so we're gonna dive back into it. Is it gonna affect Colorado athletes just a smidgen in the negative way? Hear mm. me out on this. Primetime's going to bring what? Primetime recruits. Yep. He's going to bring the – you just seen he just got the top running back from Notre Dame to trans, to go over to see you as mm. well. You know what I'm saying? He's bringing his son over. Yep. All the great Colorado athletes that we have that don't already stay here locally, now are they going to get the same opportunities because right. they're not as high-end five-star recruits as some of the kids that play in Florida, Texas, and California and whatnot. Mm. You know, so I really hope that I mean, it's going to attract more Colorado kids. I just hope we see more Colorado kids. That's a home. valid point. Though. Right, right. That's a really yeah, valid yeah. point. Yeah. Um, you know, I I like the move just for the relevancy it brings to CU. Right. Yeah. We've been down, bro, like for oh, a long bro. time. It needs I, it. I grew up watching CU, man. When I was in high school and I was playing ball, I got invited up there to go and, and tour the facilities and uh, sit down with Coach Gary Barnett. And it was wow, cool as shit, man. Cool. It was like one of the great experiences I had in high school. And they used to always have this return to dominance written up right. on the wall down at the locker room when you come out onto the field. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's been a long overdue return of dominance. Yeah. And it's important. Hey, just the fact that we have some sort of eyeballs and there's interest in, in Colorado – we need that, especially right. moving to the Pac-12. We haven't been able to recruit very well, so right. hopefully this 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 does boost that recruiting. But you're right, right though; it's going to have a ripple right. effect. And you know, people are asking like, "What if it's a stepping stone for Dion?" Mm. You know, and who cares if it's yeah. a three-year stepping uh, stone cool, and we man. have three successful years and Pac-12 it puts Championship. us back on let's the go. map? Like, man, let's listen, go. people got to stop getting so personal with these yeah. with these coaches and these athletes when they're doing something that is a profession. Yep. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, he has an 
an obligation to his family to pay the bills, yep. right? And he has no obligations to all these schools that he's coaching for. And in my opinion, if you leave a facility better than you found it, yep. you did your job. Absolutely. And he left Jackson State better yep. than he found right. it. And now he's in Colorado. Don't get it twisted. They will be competing Instantly. Yep. Oh, instantly. Yep. Instantly. They'll instantly. be competing. He's going to bring some hardware to Colorado. Yep. And if he happens to go coach at, at Alabama or maybe even in the pros after he leaves Colorado, then so be it. Good for that man. Give him his flowers, man. Yeah. That, that just means that it's going to be it's, – it's, it's something great that happened here, yep. right? Like, and it, what's cool about it is Colorado's changed a lot in terms of – um, how they accept in transfers, like for the credits, because yeah. that was a big problem getting people here. Right. Is all the credits wouldn't yeah. transfer over, right. so they'd be ineligible. Yep. No one wants to sit out after transferring, right. so that they changed that. They've given them money to hire a coaching staff, which is one of the other things that's always been a problem here is keeping a good coaching staff because right. they're not they don't have that same luxury of being a state school and being right. a, a state funded school. So right. um, it's exciting to see that man. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know. You know, we always see these guys come in, and they usually use CU right. as like creating leverage for right. a better for a better deal. And honestly, right. man, I was wondering like, right. is this what's going on? Right. And then as it got closer, it became more real. Yeah. And and you start seeing the reports that he's going to accept right. the job, and then the next yeah. thing you know, he's on a flight. Right. And he's in CU talking about, I'm here, I'm coming. Yeah. yeah, and do you do you follow their social media? Oh yeah, yeah. So you see yeah, all the social, videos, yeah. bro. Those videos are hype. His son's his like media guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and shouts out to them because those videos are true movies. Yeah. Bro, you're he watching them. He's, doing on he's going media. to these he's restaurants. Really you know what I mean? He's going to the. Oh yeah, he hey, went Dion. to the buff. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Dion, by the way, man, you, you know. Shout out to Boulder. Yeah. You're doing your thing up in Boulder, but you need to come down this way and yeah. check out some food down here. Yeah. In the hood <laughs> don't don't take him to Chubby's. You know what I mean? <laughs> come, get, come get some some hood you're cooking not, a little no, bit. For sure. You said yeah. you're from the south, and you you know yeah. you're missing the grits. Yeah. And you're missing your yeah. south food. Well, come get some of our yeah, no, no, our sure. home cooking. Yeah, nah, bro, it's it's exciting, dude. Like just uh just to to see where where we're going with this next couple of years with yeah. you, bro. Um, you know, I. I we respected Dion for a long yeah, time. We, sure. we talked about Dion in episode yeah. five. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about how he's putting up his money to yeah. finish the Jackson State facility right. and everything he's done for that program. Um, if he does a fraction of what he's done for that program here, it's going to be incredible because yeah. he has resources here now. Right. You know, one of the reasons why Jackson State wasn't in the in the FCS playoff is because it it costs a team to be in the playoffs. Right. Yep. They have to pay to host games. So uh-huh. Jackson State being a top seed, they would have to pay like 15K to host the first game, 30K to host the next oh, game. Wow. And it goes up. I think it's like 50K when you get to the final, right? Dang. And so what Dion was saying is like, it, it makes us more money just to go to the celebration bowl than right. it does to go go through the playoffs. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think people were missing that fact. The right. fact that Jackson State 11-0, uh, or twelve and zero now, I believe, wow. undefeated top right. top ten team, top five team in the country, not in a playoff. Right, you know it's right. wild to think right. about how how messed up the system is. Right. But it's awesome to know that coming over to see you, Big Five Conference, right, right? Pac twelve, you ain't got to worry about that yeah. stuff. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and then like. I was I was listening on the radio the other day and they're talking about some of the boosters that are involved yeah. and some of the board of regent people that are involved. They yeah. got cannabis money involved trying yeah, to hire some of these coaches. <laughs> like, bro, they, we they gotta get him paid. They're in any uh, expense. They're dude. spending money they don't even have yeah, yet. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, we ain't got the we, money we, yet, we, but we're gonna get it. They got money. Let's let's see if the the yeah. weed money can help us yeah. out, man. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you know what? Colorado's unique in that aspect where you can tap into that resource. Yo, get your money. Let's see that money get put to work. They're not fixing the streets with that shit. So let's get a good football. 
football team right. up a boulder and let's go. Yo, my dad couldn't couldn't pay for his season tickets quick enough too. Yeah, yeah it's funny, dude. Bro. That's yeah. the other stuff. Like the yeah. the, the season tickets yeah. are, are up. You yeah. know, requests are up. All the businesses around that place yeah. they're going to be booming on yes. Saturdays, yes. regardless if they're playing home or away. Right, right. It's it's a really yeah. a trickle effect. He needs to get him a primetime Kush strain. You know what I'm saying? And really capitalize <laughs> right. on Colorado. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny too. Man, going back to that, I was like. Uh, you know, um, me and my dad because we had to buy we had to buy the Pac-12 network to watch the games. You can't go to like old Chicago or right. they don't show the game, and that's no. why the, our fan base has, has been down because they don't even show the games here. Yeah. Yeah, like, when you go to Alabama, the, the, the games every the channel it's on every channel. Oh, like yeah. so, I hope that primetime can do something to you know the, this whole ripple effect. Okay, we need to get the the, the games on TV yeah. so the people here in Colorado can watch games. Dude, man. I remember yeah. when I was a kid, them games used to be on like like. Channel 20 yep. or Channel yeah. 3. You right. know what I mean? They'd always be on. It's the same thing yep. going on with the Avalanche and the Nuggets. Yep. That's crazy. Exactly. Like how, you, how you're not able to watch your championship right. you know, team or a team that's contending for a championship right. is ridiculous. Right. You know, And exactly. so like you say, hopefully hopefully that's one of the changes yeah. that comes through the up changes, there, man. man it's, sure. it's exciting though, man. When it is the last really time is, we man. talked about CU football like this? Hey, you know what's even more exciting, bro, is the coaches clinic is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> that's so, lit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Hannah, I need to get in with yeah. you when you go to yeah. that coaches clinic yeah. next year. We need to go with you, bro, because yeah. that CU coaches clinic last year was off the hook, so I know this year it's going to be off the hook as well. Oh, so I missed that one last I year. need it. I need it in my life. Right. Man, hey, just some more good coaching and it'd be great to go go learn from some of the best, man. Right. Um, so let's dive more into this recent venture with AJ, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's dive more into Colorado okay. Cutthroats. Yeah. So AJ, you said you've been sitting on that on that concept for a little while, yeah. right? Yeah. What inspired the name and concept, man? So you know, it's funny. People ask me all the time, like, where would you get the? You know, how did you ever come up with this? But so when you think about the cutthroat trout, is uh, obviously Colorado State fish, the greenback cutthroat trout. While um, in the barbering, a straight razor that you strop and hone is called a cutthroat. Mm. So there's the it has the similarities there, the cutthroat trout, cutthroat razor, you know, and I kind of brought that together to create cutthroat barbers and anglers, man. And, um, you know, I loved, you know, I owned AJ's All-American Barbershop for nine years. You know, my dad helped me build that shop. It was great um, with this with this shop. I really wanted to bring more of, of me and, and my passions and my love into it. And so. I'm a big time outdoorsman, angler. Um, you know, I love cutting hair and I love cigars. And hopefully, you know, like I, I was telling you guys earlier, this room is going to kind of transform into a little cigar lounge. But that's dope, so I wanted to bring my three passions really into this. And that's how I came up with Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, man. And, um, you know, right now our grand opening is uh, this Saturday. Um, I'm hoping to have some, you know, in the near future, uh, more fishing apparel, um, equipment. You know, that's kind of the plan down the road. But uh, but yeah, right now it's it's our slogan here is is uh, cutthroat barbers and anglers, uh, good haircuts, better stories, man. No, I'm sorry, uh, uh, good stories, better haircuts, That's man. So uh, I'm gonna put that on the window, man, because it's it really is. It's a place for like like Dom said, man, come chill out, vibe out, and talk, man, and 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 uh, you know just just tell a story, man. Bring your fishing stories. I got I'm gonna have a board up here. Bring all your uh, bragging board. Bring all your pictures. Of, that's what's up. Uh, I noticed some of the pictures yep, up here. Got, with yep, the yep, stuff. Yep, that's got, dope. Yep, definitely, man. So that's uh that's kind of the route we're taking with this, man. And and I'm I'm super excited, man. I'm 
this back room also I'm going to host some classes on on um, anywhere from everything from beginning to advanced uh, fishing classes. Hopefully, I can bring some guides in here and that's what's up. And uh, yeah, get 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 the community involved, man. I'm, I'm really excited about that. What better way to get your fish stories off than yep. getting a nice cut, exactly. bro? You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. That's really dope, man. It's very unique what you're doing here. You know. Whenever you're in any market, you want to cornerstone that market, right. and you're definitely doing it. Um, but even more so with the creativity that you've used in in your your choice of menu. So let's right. talk a little yeah. bit about the names on the menu of right. your cuts. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, when you you can book like a coach said, uh, uh, cocutthroat.com. I use the Booksy app, but um, all of my haircuts are kind of named after. Uh, uh, a certain fly or technique man and i thought that was super creative you know for instance i have the woolly bugger which is uh you know it's a it's a it's a fly we use but it's uh it's also the name of a kid's cut in here so um and i make sure to in parentheses to <laughs> to, to put the, the the type of haircut so that you know people that don't don't do fishing um know what what, what you're getting into but um and yeah that's another thing coach is uh, uh somebody asked me well is, it, is, is your shop only for fishermen or anglers i'm like no, no man that's just the that's the theme behind it that's the the feel behind it but I mean, we're open to everybody and anybody and, and, and whoever wants to come in and, and, and talk and get haircut and talk fishing, talk sports, talk whatever. That's what the barbershop's about. But, but yeah, man, just the names of uh, just different, different uh, fishing styles, different, uh, different flies we use. And it was real creative. People are bugging out on that, man. That's the low-key so, dope thing about it because, yeah. like, I'm always – I'm passionate about taking people fishing for their first time. Right. Right. Or yeah. enjoying that. Because right. my dad – I grew up fishing. Right. My dad used to take us fishing yes. all the time. And – you know, it's it's a great spot for meditation, right. self-reflection, yes. you know what I mean? And so being able to get people to start that that conversation, well, what's a hopper dopper? Right, right. You know what I'm right, saying? Or, right. you know, what's the streamer? Right, like, right. What, what is that with fishing? And <laughs> right. being able to kind of yeah. just spark that curiosity right. with, with, with a haircut, dude. Right, you know right, what I mean? It's, right. it's super creative. Yeah. I think it's I think it's dope, man. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to come over here and get a hopper yeah. dopper. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. Absolutely, man. <laughs> you, got yeah. beard, you got beard works and things yeah, like that, yeah, bro. Yeah. It, it's super dope, man. Yeah. And like I said, it, it gets that question going. It gets that curiosity going, you know, and somebody else that might not be a fisher person, a fisherman right. or woman, right? And and or an angler, and right. and you know, hey, I was at I was at this haircut at this barber shop, and right. they had a uh, you know they had pictures of fish on the wall, and they had fishing poles. And man, I've right. never been fishing before. I think right. I might want to try it. And, right? You know, For I think sure. that's dope, dude. And, yeah, yeah, and it's and it's very again, it's very smart, right? It's creative. How many times do you get a kid in your chair, right? Yeah. And it's like, Mom, what kind of haircut do I want? Dad, what kind of haircut do I want? How do I want it cut? You know, I want to. Yeah. Now the kid just walks up and he just orders it by the, the yeah. catchy name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. so very smart, yeah, man. Because now they, someone could, a mom, for instance, right? All those shout out to those single mothers out right. there. Yeah. Bring your kid to the shop. Yeah. Tell him to run in and get his cut while you sit in the car and do whatever you're scrolling on your Facebook. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. It, it opens up doors for more business. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? So very, yes. very smart, hot idea in my opinion. Yeah. You know, the industry, just like everything, is growing more and it more. It is, man. Each it day. is, yes. So aside from like the catchy the catchy sure. ideas and things like that, how do you continuously stay on top of the game, keep what? up with yeah. the Joneses? Yeah, well, it's funny because, you know, when you bring up the certain hair, haircuts that these kids are wearing these days, but, you know, it, it's important as a barber that you have to move with the trends, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and the hair, um, you know, I, it, it's funny, the term master barber, it's to really earn that 
term master barber. I don't know if you really ever can. And I, t- I tell barbers that all the time because, like, can you really truly master something that's constantly changing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it really is. There's, and sometimes I, I do a technique and I'm like, why didn't I do that before? Like, how did that just pop in my head? And I've been cutting hair for 16 years. But, um, you know, the, the barbering is, is moving. It's, it's, um, it's changing. Um, there's, there's not all of it's good. Not all of it's, you know, um, some of it's a lot, most of it's great. Some of it's, you know, not so great, but like any other industry, you know, um, sometimes these young barbers are kind of, you know, they're fed certain things and certain ways. And it's, you know, it's, I think it's kind of hurt barbering in an aspect because Mm -hmm. I'm the old, I'm old school, man. I, I believe in getting into work early, staying late and, you know, and grinding, man. And I think sometimes, you know, these barbers look at it as just kind of like a fad or, We'll do a couple cuts for the gram and, you know, yeah. go home. And, you know, when you're a father like me and, you know, you've got deadlines to meet and bills mm. to pay, man, you're in here grinding, man. And, and I take a lot of pride in that. But and hopefully, you know, that's that's kind of my goal, too, is to, to find a couple of barbers that, you know, I haven't really hired anybody, have a lot of people interested. But uh, I, I really want to find the right people that have the right vision, just like me. You know what I mean? So be on that so, same yeah, level. Be on that same done. level. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So, uh I'm gonna get into my fun part, yeah. there, bro, because yeah. this is what I want to. Yeah. You know, when I when, I, when we booked you on, man, I was yeah. like, yo, I get to talk. I get to talk fishing. With Let's AJ. talk fishing, man. I can't wait. Hey, where'd you find your passion for England, bro? Oh man, my my dad, man. You know, my dad is just like you. We grew up fishing, man. Um, since I mean, I was two, three years old. You know, yeah. um, I, I can I can look back at. I, I, some of the, my fondest memories as a kid is my dad, you know, on a Friday, Saturday. My dad, you know, he worked for the post office for 23 years, worked six days a week most of the time. But the times when my dad would tell me, hey, we're going to go fishing on Sunday. Um, oh, man. <laughs> I would sometimes stay up all night, man. I wouldn't even go to sleep, dude, because I was so excited. You know, and my dad's early, but we're up three, four in the morning ready to go, you yeah. know. He'd pack some bologna and bread, man. <laughs> <laughs> All day affairs. Yeah, he's yeah. going to get mad at me for saying that. Well, yeah, right. I took your McDonald's now. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but my dad would pack us some lunch, man, and we'd go fishing, man. And, and uh, you know, um, one of my favorite spots as a kid was uh, going up to Vail. We have a spot, uh, Piney River. That's that's our family spot, man. And um, that's I, I take my friend, some, some of my friends from time to time. But uh, just going to places like that, you know, my dad's old school. He, I got into fly fishing, um, you know, probably three years ago, three, four years. I've always wanted, I had a fly pole as a kid. I never really got into it. Um, I, I wasn't able to get into fly fishing until I was, like I said, three years ago. Because my dad is old school, man. He, he's a, a split shot and a worm guy. Yeah. He's a power bait guy. You know what I mean? He's a bait fisherman. And, and I like to do that, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to sit here and tell you that yeah. I'm a straight a fly fisherman. You know, I, I'm, an, I'm an angler. I, I love all types of fishing from ice fishing, fly fishing. But um, but that's how I got my start, man. And, uh, you know, and with Coach Zach, actually, uh, when we were about 20, 21, you know, Zach and I have been friends for a long time. He took me fishing at Granby. And they were cutting up pieces of sucker meat and putting on their hook. But what the heck are you guys doing? I never fish like he's like, oh, we're fishing for lake trout. I yep. go, what's lake trout? And he's like, oh, it's a mackinaw. It's a different type of species. It's a char. It's not part yep. of the trout family. And I, I had never. I'm, I'm from Colorado. In my uh, early 20s, I had never heard of this stuff. And so, dude, they they throw these big hook and uh, sinker out with sucker meat, and they start catching these huge monsters. monsters. Uh, yeah. So that's what fueled my passion for lake trout. Okay, and. Uh, you know, I went ice fishing with him later that that winter, and um, you know, for the last fifteen, sixteen years, man, we've been uh, 
we've been going hard, well, man. They're killing and, it up. Uh, yeah, so that's how we got my start, man. And that's you know, shout up, out to man. Zach and Sassar, man. Those are my 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 fishing buddies. The whole uh, Big Mouth Browns. We got like a little fishing crew that we go with every <laughs> year, man. It's 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 awesome, man. I'm a big time fisherman, man. That's my that's my passion. Go tug sure. some lips, bro. Yeah, yeah. I've never exactly. been ice fishing before, oh, man. man. It's something that I've been go. wanting to go do. You got to do it. Um, yes. And then fly fishing too. I'm, I'm just yes. barely learning. Like I've, yes. I've, I'm a spin caster. Yeah, I like bait casting yeah. sometimes too. Yes. Yeah. But I always get my two poles so I yep. can toss one deep, and I'll be <laughs> yep. over here tossing that lure, working yes. a jig or something yes. like that, man. Yes. Like I, I've, yeah, it's a great time to, to yeah. get with yourself too, bro. It's self reflection, man. And I think it's important as men to have the moments where we have to we reflect on ourselves. Right, because sometimes th there's not someone around to give you a checkup from the neck up. Yeah. Right, yes. sometimes you got to be humble enough to be able to understand. Right. Hey, you're, you're slipping. You're right. doing this. You're doing that. So right. you know, any opportunities you get for meditation, yes. kind of self reflection, is always good right. ones. And I've always taken fishing as that yes. opportunity because right. that's kind of how my dad treated it. Yes. you know, and yes. we learned. Exactly. I was blessed to be able to learn from my father. Right, you know, not a lot of folks get to learn from their dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. so I was blessed to be able to have him in my life to be able to right. teach me. You know. We'd go out there as a kid and I'd be making noises and yeah. shit. He's like, just relax, just yeah. chill. And I didn't understand the lesson yeah. he was teaching at that right. moment, right? Right. But it's also, it, it was the, le the, the lesson of just relax. Yeah. Just let just your mind there. rest. Exactly. You yeah. know, don't, that's don't the biggest stress. thing. I think when, when you're working water, especially with fly fishing, man, you're. You're so concentrated on you know on the water and the in and, and, and the fish that you know doing the right things and being quiet and the right moves and um, that your mind just it's, that's all it's focused on and yeah. so you forget about everything and that's the great thing about fishing man is you're just so focused on the water and the fish that and like bait casting is yeah. easy yeah like it's easy to put some bait yeah. on a hook and throw it out there right. right? Uh, the challenging part, and this is what I like about fishing because this is why I got the two pole. Right. It's like the challenging yeah. part is working them ridges, yes. working that underwater structure, your presentation yes. of whatever bait you're using, yep. whether it be a, a lure or right. fly. If you don't right. present that right, dude, these fish, yeah. they're, they're, you think they're dumb fish. And they're, yeah. Dude, these fish <laughs> right. ain't going to hit that shit, right. man. And right. it's just sure. being able to, to kind of mess around with that presentation and mess right. around with your technique a little bit right. kind of humbles you a little yes. bit when you, don't, when you get skunked. Too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've, I've had plenty of those days, yeah. man. And and that was like all of my fishing experiences yeah. is getting skunked. Because yeah. honestly, everything you're talking, pops always take me out. You know right. what I mean? But I'm a city boy through yeah. and through, bro. Right. So right. like whenever I would enjoy going with pops, it was only for the meditation aspect right. yeah. of it. You know what I mean? I'll throw my line out right. and I'm just going to sit here. I don't even, he, he, there'll be times he'd be like, they're biting your line. And right. I'm just lollygagging to yeah. the line trying right. to get, and he get mad bro he get frustrated <laughs> yeah. with me because i just would use it just for my getaway right you know what i mean i never right. was interested in it to the point where i was gonna take it serious right but it was always just Do the that. motivation the right. meditation right. that's me. some of my favorite trips now like when my, yeah. me and my dad we used to do my birthday is april 4th so right. It's right at the beginning of the season right so we used to always do an early season fishing trip camping right. trip i mean we've been out there freezing getting snowed on before right but it was always something i look forward to and i yeah. still do to this day we yeah. go fishing all the time for my birthday right. and it's just that moment with pops yes. yeah right exactly it's like yo we're gonna chill out there's right. not gonna be none of this bullshit behind us right. we're just gonna be kicking it yeah as us and i've right. always seen my dad let his hair down a little bit so right. to speak and he was on me about things mm -hmm. but that's also where he gave me a little bit longer leash to kind of learn from myself right. and to be my own man right. and, and, and whatnot when we go camping or right. fishing. So right. I've always, and that's one of the things that I'll continue to hand right. down to my boys. Right. You know? Do you do any hunting now or? I'm, I've just started getting into Did hunting, you? bro. Yeah. I haven't yeah. been yet. Um, yeah. I didn't grow up around a lot of guns when I was a kid. Right. Right. Um, 
but then you know my brother got me got me collecting a little bit and right. then um i had set a goal for this year to, to kill my own turkey for thanksgiving right, right. and unfortunately i did not accomplish right, that goal right, and it's right. important to, it's important to, but it's important right. though when we set goals and we don't yeah. we fail on yeah. them sure. to understand did you, it did you like, go to attempt no, I didn't even go, man. Yeah. I, I I got caught up in not finishing out my hunter safety course. Well, it's not mm-hmm. that you, so, it's not that you failed. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. You'll get it. I think I think I think it's okay to fail though. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like Failing you know what? I, I dropped it this time. It's still a goal of mine. Yeah, right. like I still the goal is to get out there because I like the the idea of being able to provide your own food for your family. Right. Like you fill right. the freezer up. You know. Yeah, so, that's, that's um. Yeah. I've been practicing though. Right. I love shooting. Like. Right. I love shooting and I love fishing, man. I, you know, that country is shit sometimes. <laughs> right. You know, Al, you told me something one time, bro. And, and you know, since you told me this, I've used this numerous times, dude. And, and not only with coaching, with, but in life and people I talk to, you know. But you said one time, um, and Al's in life, they're not for losses. They're for lessons, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, bro, when you told me that, man, that just, I mean, that hit a different spot, bro. I was like, wow. Yeah. It's that, real though, bro. Because true, think man. about the failure. Failure, true yeah. failures when you don't learn from yes, your losses, right? right? You don't right, learn from your losses, right? If you go out there and do the same shit after right. after a loss and you don't and you don't apply right. any change, right? That's a failure for sure. Right. All successful yeah. people in life failed numerous yeah. times. Yes, absolutely. failure yeah. builds success. Yes, people are too sure. afraid to fail that they right. don't try. That's right. the problem, you know, like. The fear of failure is scary. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got these kids at home. I can't take this leap right. of faith because I may not be able to provide for them. Right. But taking that leap of faith sometimes is yes. what gets us over that hurdle right. and, and to success. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like right. success isn't comfortable. Yeah. It's an uncomfortable thing to get to. You know what I'm right. saying? But yeah. once you get there, then you feel the comfortability. Right. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and you know, you got to be bold. Yeah. You, and you can't worry about. Missing your shots MJ's got like The greatest old quote You know Talking about the shots He's missed You know We remember the ones He's made Right Don't nobody remember The ones he's missed Right And it's important To miss them shots Right Absolutely You know We've got to be able To correct ourselves When we're wrong And and the only way You can do that Is by understanding Where you screwed up at Or where you're taking Your L's at For sure You know It's hard But For sure It's hard to be To to not be afraid to fail Right Especially when you have kids You got family Right Failure's not an option Right but at the same time, not trying isn't an option either. Right. For sure. Man. Um, AJ, you kind of mentioned some of your favorite favorite spots to yeah. to, fi- to fish in the state. Right. Bro, if you can fish anywhere in the world, Ooh. where are you going? You know, it's funny, man. The, the more I get into um, fly fishing and, uh, you know, there, there's a thing behind fly fishing is once you pick up a fly rod, they say you never turn back, you know, because it's it captivates you, man. And it's, there's like so many intricacies to it, man. And so many different ways to do it. And and presentation is everything. But if I could go one place, man, it'd be Argentina, man, to to fish for the trout, the brown trout there. I I watch YouTube videos and and other anglers that have been to Argentina, man. It's, it's like a, it's a fly fishing heaven, man. And so if I could go anywhere in the world, it would definitely be to Argentina. And and I'm going to make that happen sooner or later. There you go. Really out there. So I really am. Definitely. Hey, and you got you got the platform now to do it, right? You're yeah. you're you're opening up this unique shop that right. is going to bring you success, my right. brother. For like sure. again, Appreciate you it, yeah. you cornerstone the market here. Right. You're gonna attract a whole right. lot of people that you haven't attracted in the past with right. your other ventures, 
and it's going to open up these right doors yeah. and these opportunities to to create new groups, new right. friends, and, yes. and and new journeys right. in your life. And yeah. and you know, just enjoy the ride, man. Right. Wherever it, it takes yeah. you, enjoy right that ride. Well, I appreciate that, dude. Right that's on. dope. I can't wait to see a big yeah. old map on here with like yeah. pictures of different places yeah. where, where I caught this. You caught yeah. the fish over here. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I've been here. Be here. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I've been, I've been wanting to go to. Uh, I've been wanting to go like Florida or even the Amazon yeah. fish for peacock. Oh guys. yeah, that would the be. The things are so temperamental, bro. Yes, and yes. they just they destroy shit. Right. I watch a bunch of uh, dudes on YouTube fishing right. peacock bass, dude. They're just yes. so temperamental, bro. Yes. They, they'll destroy shit. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I do. I think it's dope what you're doing yeah. here, AJ. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. super right excited, on. man. I can't wait to see where how it grows and where right. it goes. Um, and if we can do anything to push people your way, yeah, man, we're definitely sure. going to do yeah, it. Right Y'all on. make sure you guys get out here December 17th. 17th, yes. Grand uh, 4 opening. to 10. We'll have some drinks and food. And, you know, kids, every family's welcome. You know, this, my, my shop's always a family-oriented barbershop, man. So uh, everybody's welcome to come on down. And, uh, yeah. And like I, like you said, uh, we do walk-ins and appointments, man. It's, it's going to be a good time. Come through. Hey, it's December 17th. You said yep. 4 to 10. 4 to 10. Uh, yep. Make sure you hit up the website, cocutthroats.com. .com. Yes, sir. Uh, Instagram, co underscore cutthroats underscore barbers. Make yep. sure you pick up and, and follow what they're doing there. Um, more than anything, man, make sure you support what this man is doing. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I respect the shit out of what he's done in our community yeah. and what he's done for our kids. Um, so I definitely want to make sure that we're able to support support what you're doing out here in the business. And yep. it's, it's important for these kids to see business business owners and leaders can come from their community and yep. come from their, their skin tone and from who they are and where they come from. So yeah. sky's the limit for a lot right of these on. people. I mean, did you ever think when you were a kid that you'd be owning your own shop and man, doing I, your own thing like that? No, I had no idea, but you know what, man? It's 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 been like I said, it's been a journey, man. And, and I'm so blessed to be here, man. And I'm so blessed to be a part of this. And uh, I can't wait for the for the new year and for for the future and, and all the, the the things that that come with this, man. And I'm, I'm ready to embrace the grind, man. So Amen. right hey, on. Hey, real quick, I know yeah. we're getting towards the end of it, but we haven't talked about one important piece that I feel is probably the most unique piece. Um, but do you plan on Cutthroat growing as a brand, man? Because your design and your logo you have is, yeah. is pretty unique and it's pretty cool. Right. And, and I can see a lot of people, regardless of whether they come get cut in your chair or not, rocking your gear. Right, right. So, you know, do you have any intent on trying to, you know, go outside of your comfort zone right. a little bit and maybe right. start a clothing line or a brand yeah, from, right. from Cutthroat? So, yeah, that's that's the plan. I'll re- we already have that in, in the mix, man. We, we're getting all the apparel and everything ready right now. Um, I'm actually even trying to get, uh, I was trying to get a booth at the International Sportsman's Expo, man, because I definitely, um, I'm I'm definitely want to target the outdoor world, man, and and build, like Coach said, build those connections and and be able to meet people and and travel with people. That's that's the plan. You know, there's a, there's a definitely a bigger, um, a bigger picture just beyond the barbershop of what we're trying to do here, for sure. Man, if you get yeah. a booth down at ISC, let yeah, me know. Right, uh, me and right. Pops, that's an annual right, thing for us. We yeah. go hit up ISC all the time. Right. So if you get a booth down there, man, yeah, let me know. I'll definitely, definitely come down sure. and support. And yeah. fuck, we'll get a live interview yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> like for sure. Right. For that, sure. That's what's up, man. And yeah. uh, you may not know this, but I work at Spyderco, the knife yeah. factory up in Golden. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, but, you know, I would love to... You know, as a gift, as your yeah. friend, for me to you, get you a, a spider oh, cone knife with that'd your logo dope, on it. Man, so if you can, you can share me yes, your logo. Sir. Definitely right on, get bro, you one, man. so that way, you know, you could post it in here yeah. in your shop from from us over right. at DNA. You know, oh man, that's love. what's up, bro. That's that's a blessing. Right on. Thank you, man. That's amazing. Super excited. Yeah, we're getting it went well over an hour. We're, we're yeah. rolling along, and I feel yeah. like we could sit here and talk yeah. for, for a number of hours, man. Sure. So we'll definitely yeah. have to do this again. This yep. has been great, man. 
definitely appreciate you hosting us. Yep. Uh, Thank you guys for having me. I thought it'd be fun to come down here and do it yeah. from here. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah, this was great. And uh, super proud, man. Right on. Um, before we get out of here, AJ, we have a mailbag question. And we, we ask our listeners to send us a question, something that they want to talk about on the show, something they want to see on the show. And this one happened to be for you. And remember, put your name on this so we can give you some love. Um, but for Coach AJ, over the years, you've coached and worked directly with young people, teaching them to barber, teaching them football. Um, what is it that pushes you to work with young people? And are there people who inspired you to work with young people? Okay, yeah. So just kind of just going back to uh, just, you know, um, my, like I said, one of my biggest inspirations, my dad coaching and the way he raised me. But, um, you know, I, I take so much pride, guys, in, 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 uh, in being Chicano, man, and and, uh, and our people, man. And so one of the, you know, I've always, uh, I think I've always thrived as a coach, you know, coaching inner city kids, coaching brown kids, man, and, helping those kids understand that, you know, the opportunities are just as, just the same for them. They got to mm -hmm. go get it. Um, you, they can, they can be anything they want. They can be just as successful as anybody else around them, man. So, um, I, I think, um, I going kind of going back to coach prime. I think it's about relatability, man. When you kids want to play for you and they can relate to you, man. And so, um, that's just one of my things, man. I, I just take a lot of pride in my community and uh, my gente, man, and, and being Chicano, man, and, and, and the kids, man. And, and like I said, just giving them some hope and opportunity, man. Sometimes, sometimes that's all they need, man, is an opportunity, man, and someone for someone to believe in them, man. So that's that's just yeah. That's to, to answer that, man. That's 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 what drives me, man. Is just is, is just kids and, and and not only Chicano kids, man, but just 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 the youth in general, man. I just think that they're going through a lot of different things that a lot of differences of how we were raised, and, sure. and so these kids. Um, you know, they just need better leaders, better mentors, man. And uh, and dads got to be better dads, man. Including sure. myself, sure. I can always be a better father, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's just to sum that up, man. Yeah, that's 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 my answer to that question. Yeah, yeah. man, appreciate yeah. it. That's yeah. what's up, man. That's sure. perfect way to answer that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, hey, yeah. Uh, December seventeenth, four to ten. Yeah. Get down here, sixty eight fourteen right. West thirty eighth Avenue, yeah. Colorado Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, right. um, or Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. Excuse yep. me. Um, Great freaking thing you got going yeah. on there, AJ. We appreciate you for yeah. hopping on. Yeah, thank uh, you. Guys. Once again, as usual, man, we got to shout out everybody. Start yeah. with Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. Yep. Shout out Arsenal Custom Apparel, Rebel Promotions, Black Sevens, Genesis Catering. Um, man, our, our folks, man. Shout out to everyone that listens to us, tunes yep. in every day, every week, and even when we're not here. DNASportsDenver.com. Go get you some merch. Go check out a podcast. Go book a session. Check us out today again, man. We are here for the community. We're supporting the community. And if you're not at that grand opening, you're missing out. Yo. All right. So make sure you come check him out. Check us out. And we'll continue to support Colorado Movement. Let's get some work in, y'all. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your time. If we don't get to you before the holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holiday, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. All that. Get around with your family. Yeah. Get around with the people. Yep. It's not about the presence underneath the tree. It's about the presence around the tree. So That's make sure you show us some love, y'all. Yeah. Mm. We're going to get up out of here. Coach AJ, man, much appreciate love. you, brother. Thank you, Thank you very right much. Dom, love. All love, brother. Always, brother. Hey, DNA Sports Training. We out. <laughs>